It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled My Confession. Our scripture reference for today is taken from Acts 10, verses 44 through 48. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Several years ago, I read a book that, not to be dramatic, set me free. If you guessed the Bible, you'd be half right. The Bible sets us free every time we read it. That idea is a part of today's devotional thought. This particular time, however, I read a book about youth ministry. I've worked with youth ever since I've been a part of the church. And what I'll tell you about that ministry is it can be exhausting. I confess that it's exhausting because you're always giving every effort to teach young people how to follow Jesus, but at the same time, living with the expectations of family and churches to babysit, keep track of, and entertain teenagers. There were moments I felt bad that I didn't want to be considered to be in charge of keeping kids entertained and out of trouble in church. So when I read this book, it gave me permission to resist that norm. The book was titled Giving Up Gimmicks, Reclaiming Youth Ministry from an Entertainment Culture. And that was the word gimmicks that I had come to see youth ministry as. In other words, it was a constant effort to find the next gimmick to get kids to show up. And parents weren't all that willing to help teach the important things like prayer and Bible study with me. So, since you're still reading, can I keep confessing? A lot of other ministries feel the same way. On one hand, there's the effort to incorporate new people into the life of the church. On the other hand, you almost have to work just as hard to get people already connected to the church to participate in what's happening. And how do a lot of churches try to do that? One word, gimmicks. Gimmick ministry is exhausting ministry. It's frustrating, it's expensive, and in many ways, it's a waste of time. So what's the alternative? For lack of a better term, let's call it biblical ministry. For that idea, let's look to the book of Acts. There are no gimmicks in Acts. The church of God was built on prayer, the word of God, and the unique fellowship of the body of Christ. Think of what constitutes ministry today. Think about your church. Would the early church be able to do what it did if it prayed like we do today? If they heard the kind of preaching we hear so much of today? If they had the kind of fellowship we try to put on? Remember that great scene at Cornelius' house? Cornelius is often remembered as the first Gentile convert. As Peter and other Jews are at his house, Peter is preaching the word. As a result, the whole house is filled with the Holy Spirit. Everyone is filled with the Spirit. And this amazes Peter's group because they have been sure that God would only give this kind of gift to people like them. What we see proven is that God's gift is for everyone. But don't think that just happened one day out of the blue. Before that moment, Cornelius, a prayerful man, heard a message from God. 
Peter received a vision from the Lord. Listening to the word of God was what brought about the Holy Spirit's movement that day. And that's what the church needs to reclaim. And don't worry, there are churches that have realized this and they are thriving. God is moving. My encouragement to you is to give up the gimmicks. Don't put up with them either. Rather, trust that the spirit can and wants to move today through prayer and God's word and that God will move through you as you dedicate your ministry and your life to those things. Stay blessed.